0: They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. They talking all of, they talking all of, they talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all
1: Gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of any age, welcome back to the Mad Madness Wrestling Podcast. Returning after a few week hiatus and a few technical difficulties. Uh Tonight, we got... X2Fly Eric Trubicki hosting with my best friend Balo Aaron Lloyd returning from Mexico doing the 3 Brock Lesnar shuffle <laughs> through the airport. And we got a long lost face, good friend of the show, Biggie Dan Johnson, joining us tonight. Yes, Just sir. How on, we doing, guys. <laughs>
2: As I quote myself in Mexico, uh Ultimo Warrior Del Negro.
1: Oh <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> now, who did you call yourself that to? Huh? You guys? Who did you refer? Oh, okay, it was you guys. Okay, I just wanted to actually know you were talking to the locals and referring to yourself because <laughs> <now. laughs> Prep, Prepa responded
2: to Angel and um, she didn't know what a luchador was, so I had to explain to her. <laughs> a luchador? Oh what she didn't God,
1: know. God. She's been dating you for over a decade, and she doesn't know what a luchador nope. is. Nope. No. Especially with all this COVID stuff. <laughs> nope, and I you know, was... the. You brought the. You brought the mask from I did. W in Mexico to Mexico, which is great. That I was, did. was my favorite picture you sent <laughs> in here.
2: And the best part was teen re- respond and tell me I'm ridiculous. Oh my God. Ooh, something, something, something. Sounds all right, like well, you
3: had a hell of a time down there.
2: It was interesting. Um, I will go to a different part next time, but it was a interesting time. Um, you'll see Lucha masks all over like the tourist street. It's called fifth street or fifth Avenue out there. Um, the way they try to get you to come into their shops is strange because they all, they all look the same. So they're like, oh, because they like they know your bracelet from your resort, so they can tell by the okay. color. So they're like, oh, remember me from the hotel, your waiter, because they all they all look the same. So they all try to like uh, get, grab your attention or whatever. That's pretty funny. And so I I am with hustle. yeah, it is. So I'm with the New York thing. So I'm like, I got tunnel vision. Don't talk to me. Angel's the one
1: who can easily get got. Um, <laughs> oh, she's happened?
2: Yeah, so... Um, she,
1: she thinks there's somebody offering a free drink like at the casino. Exactly. So,
2: so like, I'm, I got tunnel vision. Um, resort food is always terrible. Um, I've had better tacos here, actually, believe it or not. Okay. Uh, I had my first Berea taco. That didn't disappoint. That was about to be my next
1: thing. Like, have you, <laughs> you been can't. eating them around here? I,
2: like, I have not found a Berea taco here. Like, regular tacos, I've had better ones out here. Just a few Mexican spots. Out here, especially one by my job, that's actually really good. And I've had a There's, couple of the same. I got the same ones there as I will as mm-hmm. I will get here. And I prefer the ones back here. But, but you um, don't get
1: the buria ones. What do you get?
2: No, well, I would usually get um, was it chorizo?
1: Chorizo. Okay, yeah, I'll always Yo, get that. Next chorizo. time, next time, get el pastor. Really? El
3: pastor, a little pineapple. Mm.
2: Woo!
1: <laughs> the spice. Oh, oh, game oh my you know, yeah, yeah so... I get it every Tuesday at work. The hot sauce is so hot, I get hiccups.
3: Do you go to El Camalito by any chance?
1: Yes. Uh next to Starbucks, right off North Five Points. Oh, plug. dude! Little Little plug, I'm telling that's you, my call spot. them. They're like, it'll be ready in 20 minutes. You go there in 35, and it's still not ready. <laughs> it, it,
3: it's all right. They know me though. So, I, something you guys might not know, you probably do. I don't eat onions. I was oh,
1: I, I, I experienced this earlier today. Uh, Michelle dropped the pizza off, and Dan was yeah. Not yeah I, just I just don't do
3: it. There was so, a mean, there's, cousin there's... of an
1: onion on the pizza. And... <laughs>
3: I I respectfully won't eat. I, I'm never going to complain. I'm just not going to eat it. So I have a twin sister. She used to eat onions like apples. I had to be around her at all times. Scarred me for life.
1: The twin thing.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Street tacos, take the onions off. El Camelito. Mm-hmm. that sauce is hot. though.
2: Okay, so that'll, that'll be one. That'll be one of our next stops. And uh, I do appreciate Eric kind of start shit on my Instagram picture. I do appreciate. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I do well, appreciate that. I, I know
1: Stir in a little pot or two.
2: Just had to tag Corey just 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 for the culture.
1: Just had to tag oh, Corey. That, the definition of for the culture. Bring Corey in to stir everything up, <laughs> ruffle some feathers. He, he's always in for a little bit of shit talking well speaking of shit talking we could talk about food here all day and uh i think we need to get aaron westchester on a day during el, uh, el comalito's hours because yeah those doctors dan are they um, open on sundays of course they are okay all right then yeah that'll probably be a day we can make that work but enough about the food uh we're gonna get into tonight's show i'm gonna kind of go in reverse order of the topics we're, we are going to obviously do a little bit of our we're going to end the show little merch chatter uh this is the 2022 elimination chamber preview show and then we're going to talk about a little bit of gossip going on in the wrestling the world that's what we're going to get into first the hottest topic in the wrestling industry right now is cody and brandy rhodes have officially exited aew um, according to their statements on social media according to Tony Khan's statement on his personal page and the All Elite Wrestling Twitter and Instagram page. Um, what a mix of thoughts. Um, can it be a work? We're going to fantasy book this. We're about to get into it, but I'm going to go right to Aaron first. What was your first thought when you saw this? Well, I was always curious because
2: they talked about how he was a free agent throughout the beginning of the year. But I know me and you are probably going to disagree. I'm not sure how Dan feels about Cody within the past year. But the running joke with Cody has been ever since he got that tattoo, everything went downhill <laughs> for him. And <laughs> the way – and, like, it's a dreading joke, but I agree with it. Because, like, you all, you would see the reports throughout early, um, in the beginning of last year about how, like, there's a quote-unquote rift between – Cody, Kenny, and the Bucks. And you would see that. And then, like, it kind of played itself out on TV. Like, Cody distanced himself and wasn't on being the Elite anymore. And, like, Cody... The thing with Cody... Mm -hmm. In that small bubble of, like, Ring of Honor and the Independence where all those guys were working, it worked. But, like, when it came to AEW... He was overproduced in my opinion and like he had the elaborate entrances and he took up a lot of the, a lot of, a a nice chunk of TV time and it's a lot different than everybody else because everybody else didn't get the overproduced entrance and actually all that TV time and and the ones that did, they actually made the best of it and you didn't really have to cringe through it. I know Eric, me and Eric disagreed on this too. The Anthony Ogogo stuff from last year, Cody even admitted to it. It might, it wasn't his best work. That was a big down thing for him as well, and I kind of just thought that at this point, uh, especially we talked about this a while back too, with all the original AEW guys, how the company's kind of outgrown them. And when you watch AEW without Cody, you don't miss him. And I think AEW kind of outgrew Cody, and he was one of those guys that they tried to force in, but the crowd was not having it. Brandy, the crowd was not having it at all. And I just think the company just outgrew him and. It, he was he's the first big name that actually is leaving the company, and then everybody's r- running rampant with the rumor that he's headed back to w w e there's actually a report some reported by somebody from sports Illustrated a few hours ago that Cody's supposedly signing but brandy's not so we'll see I have to see what happens with that but I'm not shocked at all because I just thought the show flowed better without having Cody and Cody I just think his time kind of ran out in the company and that's that's just my opinion say we might we we all may disagree but i don't think that we'll all disagree on some of the points i say we might feel differently but i think that everybody's
1: kind of going to agree with my points but you'll feel differently for sure and i'm going to pivot this to dan in a moment but the thing i love about this topic is i think more than any other topic this is one where as wrestling fans I, I don't think no no two people definitely no three people are all gonna have the exact same feeling and I don't think you can really hate everyone's feeling on this because it's so confusing because when I first saw it I was like this is a work I also thought the whole him being you know not signed I thought that was I thought that was a gimmick I thought that was just gonna run his course for a couple of months he was gonna have some big match and he was gonna put his aW career on the line and then go over um. But I'll give more detail on my thoughts about Cody and everything. I want to pivot to Dan real quick and see what his thoughts are on the whole thing.
3: Yeah, sure. Um, and, and I talked to you a little bit earlier today. Yeah, you know, I, I was kind of shocked myself just seeing that it happened. Um, at first, it's kind of like, hey, is this is this real? You know, didn't really think. I, so I was kind of shocked, um, mainly because you know he he helped grow this business. You know, from the ground up, he he was part of that. Uh, original team that that started everything, so it's kind of rare I feel like for something to be so successful, and then you walk away from it being part of a you know founding member. Um, now, I'm not too sure. I did hear that there were fallings out, falling outs uh, between him and uh, I think it was Tony Khan. You had mentioned that he did have a falling out. I don't know the details behind much of that. Um, I, I'll be honest. I, I'm a fan that really likes to stay off the dirt sheets i don't like to dig into it because i do like to be surprised um kind of that nostalgic uh view that you that i used to get on wrestling i, I appreciate
1: that. almost watch it like a kid
3: i, I really i try to with obviously the perspective of an adult now where you can like you just referenced listen to one opinion and maybe have a different one but be able to respect the other one too and you know hey let's just see how this works out so Um, I do my best to stay off of them, so um, I also, after kind of letting that sink in, seeing the news, I I did think it could be a work, you know, hearing, you know, he might be coming back. It could be a couple of weeks from now, you know, dark hair Cody's back. Um, So I'm excited to see what they do. I'm really kind of optimistic. Uh, I don't think we see Cody in the WWE. Uh, I just don't think that's something that would... um, be a long-term success. Um, I think Cody has definitely built his brand a lot bigger, obviously since leaving the WWE. Uh, but I don't think that's a place where he goes back to and, and grows bigger. Um, if anything, I'd rather see him go the Matt Cardona route. Uh, go, go have fun in the Indies, go be with your buddy, um, go have fun and, and go back to AEW where, where you, you know, helped build that company.
1: So, I, you know, I mentioned when, you know, the, the show opened and we got into the topic that, again, I initially thought the whole thing's got to be a work. And this is kind of one of the fun things where, like, I can't help but read some of the sheets. And, you know, uh, a couple hours before starting to record, I read something where this is a work. Well, you know, he'll be back with a couple of heaters and we'll be, actually be a heel by revolution. So... It's so funny because they also, there's other sheets are saying, you know, we'll, we'll see, we could see him on WWE product as soon as next week, but he's, he's going to be in a match mania. Um, my main initial take is how can one of the guys, one of the Matt, Nick, Cody, TK's wallet, that started AEW? It's those three wrestlers that had all in. How can he go back to the place that he had all the digs at? Um, and I think it's, it's funny whenever we talk about, you know, when everything just kind of happened with the rumble or like all the unpredictability things. And I remember like listening to some shows and they're all, like, well, this has happened before. This has happened before. But yeah, when did it happen? 97? 01, 98? 99? Like nothing like this has happened in so long. When's the last time somebody went back to WWE? That's not, that's not biting their teeth to go in the Hall of Fame. It's been so long that it's been something so and, and, and you know there's never been a big competition like this so i could see why vince would obviously want him wow we can have one of the guys that started our rival company sure. um i do think it would be a great jolt of life for for wwe um the one thing and you know i pointed out anytime we talk about our you know certain fandoms of active wrestlers it's like really his independent run in ring of honor and new Japan is what made me become a bigger fan of Cody. I know when we originally started the show episode one, where I, we talked about wrestlers are currently liked. I didn't give no, you know, allegiance or show any fandom to Cody. It was Aaron who actually did. And, you know, that was something he could, you know, always tout throughout the show for the first few years. And it it definitely was his work after leaving WWE, which um, earned, earned my fandom. Um, one question i did have because something aaron said earlier you mentioned you know he kind of went downhill after the neck tap, and i did hear the thing where he kind of he crapped on his work with the the program with anthony agogo have you personally because we mentioned about you know your fandom when he was in wwe are stuff he's done being overproduced booking himself too big too strong maybe have you lost your fandom for him your interest in him uh, not, not really. It's just the fact of like, like you can like somebody, but
2: not like what they're doing. And that's what people don't really oh, understand. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so it's like, I be like be Cody. Like I'm always going to tune in, but I'm still going to judge it. Like, for, for example, sure. the whole, um, Andrade table spot. Now I thought that was silly. It was cool, but it was silly because he, he ate most of that crossroads for sure. Andrade. For sure.
1: So, so I was less bothered by that than like the ladder match he just had with Sammy, which might be his last AEW match. There was two, and I'm not trying to be the guy I, I grew up loving ladder matches. It was the hardcore gimmick matches, the cage matches that uh, how made can you me know? be a wrestling, <laughs> made me be a wrestling fan. But look, you know, the, the table spot, the crossroads, there was, there was about five big ladder spots and maybe we needed three tops. I, think there was some overkill in that match where it's just like any of these any of these moves should be finishing anyone any day of the week and i I think they went a little over too much on that one that was one of the ones that i kind of was like this guy if he really wants to stay in a babyface role he ain't making it easy to win people back so i you know yeah i'm not you know i I appreciated the match i definitely thought that one specifically they, they gave us too much um so you know at this point if it is real now my honest opinion being more of an AEW guy I don't want it to be real I don't want him to go back to WWE I would almost enjoy if it's a couple week ride a couple month ride and he's right back on the product maybe maybe as a heel which he said he won't do in AEW I don't know um but if he does show up in WWE I'll, I'll be completely invested does he show up with the blonde hair? Does he show <laughs> up with his AEW theme music? Does he go back to uh what what was his theme music in, in WWE? Um smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors. Does he go hey, back to that?
3: What, one thing you know he's showing up with is that neck tat. So we'll see
2: what <laughs> I, I, I can't wait for Vince to see that. He's like, like what the, what the hell is that, Cody? When, when'd you get that? Hey, is that
1: <laughs> that's real? Blonde that's Cody. <laughs> Why didn't you get some polka dots? <laughs> I mean, does he come back still in pants? Does he go back to trunks? I don't know. We'll we'll see if, if that's the case. Um, but I, I, I... You know... I, go ahead. I, I, the one thing, I, you know, they always say that some of the best wrestling matches are when people have legitimate heat and they're in there in the ring. So it's like, obviously, I know Brock's booked for backlash and we got Roman and Brock going back and forth for a while. But Roman versus Cody... Roman ain't gonna want to put the guy over, but they'll probably have a banger of a match. Oh yeah, I'm sure it'll be a good match. I I, I would, I would watch that. Like, I'll really be hyped to watch that. And if he, if he took the high road for himself, and he's like, I'm not gonna put the world title on myself in AEW, I must be like, hey, I'm interested in coming back, but y'all gotta give me the big strap. That's my, that's my fear is is
3: that, is that he gets his one shot and and then they. Take him to the mid card i I fear that for him and he is not a mid carter i think he's proven that
1: yeah for sure well we're at a perfect time to ask everybody fantasy book let's just say if he does go to wwe what's your dream scenario what do they do with him
2: well i'll I'll start first uh i'm (laughs) watching cody in aew and the way like the crowd received him, now granted, I think a WWE crowd will re- receive him differently than the AEW crowd. I di- I can't see him coming to the main event, but then I can see him flirting with the mid-card as well. Especially if the initial, uh, original run doesn't go very well. But as of now, I really can't finish, especially like, if you bring him, bring him in for WrestleMania season... It's hard to really book him, but, like, of course I'd like to see him him in Roman, and if WWE doesn't even decide to acknowledge AEW, which they do on on occasions, it'll be interesting. But, as of right now, I have no idea, like, what he got, program could be. Like, if Brandy w- was to come with him, I can see him and Brandy against Miz and Maurice. I can see that yeah. off the top, and I would love
3: that. Uh, I was thinking the same kind of roles. Uh, I w- I had, that's the one thing I was agreeing with you there.
2: Yeah, and especially with, like, Cody being, like, the whole corporate guy, and, like, Granted, WWE wouldn't even acknowledge uh, Rose to the Top, which was an awful show, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Season two on the way. <laughs> it, uh, God, I hope not. It was awful. And too much QT Marshall, too. But um, I'm, I'm sure they wouldn't acknowledge it. But, like, those are the. You can easily see those two pairing off because they're, they're a lot similar. And Miz and Cody are actually friends. Uh, you can see him with, with fighting Rollins. But at, for an original first feud back. I have no idea at this point, especially with everything so close to WrestleMania. Like we're, we're what uh, three or four weeks away from WrestleMania at this point, and I have no idea who we can actually be put in the ring with, except Miss and Maryse, If that's if Brandy does show up.
1: Damn, what do you think?
3: Yeah, it, it's really a tough one. Uh, one because, I, like I said earlier, I was kind of shocked about it. So it for me to think about who do I want to see Cody Rhodes in the ring with in, in a WWE ring. Um, names don't just pop into my head Um, you know some things that you know you you might think you want to see maybe um, maybe something that you weren't able to see before and and Eric like yourself like I did take a hiatus for I don't know six seven years in wrestling so I could be wrong here in saying this but I personally haven't seen it I I would like to see like a, a cool Cody Rhodes versus Edge match. Uh something oh, I didn't with think a lot more intimacy behind it. Uh, with some storytelling because you know he can do that. Uh, oh. and Edge can as well. So I think that'd be something cool. Uh, but I would like to see him go after some top talent too to prove that I'm not this mid carter anymore. I am top talent. I can tell a story and I can do it with the best of them. So it would be cool to see him go that route as well.
1: So hell of a take. When you guys started mentioning the Miz and race, so I was like well, wow. how about Beth and Edge? That was one of the first things that ran through my head.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Outside of that, um, the Edge thing did run through my head. Uh, tremendous take. Now, when I did skip back into the product in 2011, Edge was there for a month and a half, two months, and then retired. Right. So, I'm sure, and I'm sure Aaron can confirm this. They've had to have a match.
2: Oh, uh, I don't it
1: definitely was a mid card, if not a low mid card.
2: Well, I know they never really had a feud. I, I can tell you that.
1: Yeah, maybe it was a throwaway thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, did Legacy and Rated RKO no? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Those years, Aaron's encyclopedia. He could tell you the week, <laughs> night, the temperature, what what was going on.
2: Especially when um, Legacy and Rated RKO contained the same one of the same guys.
1: <laughs> well, was it not still Legacy when Orin kicked them to the curb or no?
2: Well. But you said when legacy versus Ra- well, you said legacy versus rated RKO. So rated RKO was oh six. Legacy was like oh eight, oh nine.
1: I uh, two years I wasn't. <laughs> that. I have no idea. <laughs> um, well, I'm a, you know, man. One thing I did mention this to Dan earlier, but I gotta say it live in the air. The thing that would absolutely it, it's gonna be hilarious if it happens. If Cody shows up, Cody put himself through a barn burner. In a hardcore match with Andrade, it goes through a table. He gets booed. He goes out, has this unification ladder match, gets booed. He wins the title, aired on Christmas, but a couple days before, wins the TNT title. He's getting booed nonstop. He shows up, or in WWE, he's getting cheered, no matter what. Oh, yeah. No yeah. doubt. Packed house. He, he's. If he goes to Texas for Mania, 100,000 people are cheering for him.
2: Yeah, and no then. Doubt. Another, thing, another thing with Cody is. Like I said, like I think a lot of the AEW fan turn on him because when it, when he comes out, they just see
1: WWE. <laughs> because like I said, when I, when I say over, isn't over, he so like by the time AEW came around in 2019, sorry to cut you off, like he was so far from that. Oh no, that's not what I mean. What I mean is this. Like I said he was over over overproduced.
2: Nobody had entrances like Cody in AEW. True. Now in WWE, everybody's entrance is overproduced. Yeah, and then they, and he then he come, the that comes out from the center. Yeah, and then he cut, and then, and then he cuts like these twenty minute promos in the ring, like it's Raw or something like that. So, so and, yeah, that's and like true. Cody, like he's already, he's always said, it. like he's he knows he's not, he's a pretty humble guy. He says he's not the best workhorse in the ring, and he can, t- he has the ability to tell a story. So that's why I can't wait if he does come back to WWE. But I just think a lot of AW fans they just see, um, see him as like it's like watching
1: Raw or something like that. You know, maybe my final take will be on it, and I think Cody's almost to the point, and I think he can almost, in my eyes, do no wrong. Because at the end of the day, whether TK's wilds there or not, if it ain't for Matt Nick and him, and he's the, he's the singles competitor, we don't have AEW. So whether it's a bad promo, a bad match, a bad program he's in, it's like... Yeah, I get it. He came from WWE, has a lot of WWE tendencies. He did the John Cena homage during the COVID (laughs) TNT Open Challenge, but the Open Challenge was good. I mean, if we had fans, it probably would have been as good as Cena's U.S. Open Challenge. Um, All I know is this is a day-old news, and the next couple weeks, next couple months, they're going to be very interesting to see everything unfold.
3: Uh, Let me ask you guys this, too, just as a final statement on that. Will you be upset if he really is just kind of hanging up the boots? And you know he's taking care of his show and taking care of the family and the baby. And he and he is actually just hanging it up. Would you guys be
1: upset with that? Not at all. No, because if he's taking time off, he'll be back. He'll be back. Sure. The the memes going around, especially like I said, he'll be back. He'll be back. If he's going to hang his boots up, focus on his wife, his daughter. The reality show wants a dip in acting. He'll be back in AEW. He'll do something. And the cool thing is, if he comes back in six months, if he comes back in a year, he's going to be loved. He's going to be cheered then. Do it for the pop. So, yeah, do it for the pop. And at the same time, you know, this way he can, you know, rest and, and regroup. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah I, I wouldn't be upset about that at all.
3: Likewise, I agree with you guys on that.
1: So. Middle of the day, Saturday, five <laughs> in the weekend. Me, I'm going to be working. Likewise. Post office is going to be popping. G <laughs> parts, you're going to be slinging that on Saturday? No, you're on.
3: Oh, this is uh, it's a weird weekend for us where we're a little something's going on a little crazy with work, so I, I might be not 100% sure. Oh, okay. But we'll see. Okay. Hopefully I'm Maybe. not, so I can tune in. But I do have a little uh, second monitor.
1: I showed David you before.
3: God. I might be able to set up a little bit. So we'll see what happens.
1: Who's, ex- who's excited for some Saudi wrestling this weekend? After the last show, I definitely am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, positive turnout. Because many, many times on here we would just kind of crap on this, and actually, maybe time a lot of times not even preview or review it. Oh but, no! Um, we got a seven match card, and I'm gonna work off, uh, work my way from the bottom on the way I um, wrote this out. I'm sure some of these matches, we're not going to have a lot to take. Uh, Ornett, if you got comments, give me comments. Let's at least all predict it. Um we'll start this one since we got Dan here. He's a big Drew McIntyre fan, and he's going up against a heater. He's going against Madcap Moss.
3: <laughs> I, I don't want to uh, give away spoilers or <laughs> anything, but uh, I'm going to have to stick with my guy Drew on this one. Uh, I can't get behind Madcap. He bothers me. I guess that's what he's trying to do, but he just bothers
2: me. You know, I have a soft spot for Matt Cat Moss because he's actually a really good wrestler. I'm not even going to front. I don't know if you guys ever <laughs> watched him like on NXT I, or, or like any of those NXT, um, um, like those NXT Access shows. That, okay. that He's actually pretty good, so I kind of have a little soft spot for him.
1: Oh, I'll but, have to take a look at him.
2: But um, Drew McIntyre.
1: I was just gonna say, Dan actually just texted me. He said that you th- he thought you had a soft spot for him because you guys both dress the same. <laughs> I don't have those little <laughs> shorts. Whoa! Oh man, well, with all due respect, just because. Wait, Mad don't wear suspenders. Dresses- when the last time I wore some suspenders? <laughs> <laughs> I, not when you're in Mexico. When you're but this MAC dress is like my bestie. I'm going with Drew McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> It should be the
2: other way well, around. You should
1: be picking Madcap.
2: <laughs> it's, it's,
1: it's like I, a, believe Madcap. me, I got nothing going for him. And Aaron would be pissed about this. Or No, I was meant to say Corey. But let's move on. We got another singles match. Rey Mysterio going up against The Miz. Honestly, I figured this was going to end up being Dominic going against them, But I guess they're saving that for a States pay-per-view. Uh, I'm going to start off with my prediction. I see The Miz going over on Rey.
3: I agree. I, I think uh, I think Miz is going to take it uh, because I agree with you. I, I see Dominic later down the line, and you only get Dominic when uh, when you, when you beat Ray. I feel like so. I agree with that.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go. With, I, I'm actually gonna go with Ray per the video game coming out in a few weeks. And I did enjoy the Miz on uh, well, Mysterio's on Miz TV. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but um, Mar- Maurice is just perfect. She she is. Hyster- <laughs> it was she's so corny, Ray- but. <laughs> yeah, Ray Maurice Stereo, and then um, Miz drops a. You're kind of you're you're really tall. You sure not Eddie's kid. He dropped oh, that on 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 a Dominic, <laughs> which is perfect. Um, oh, I don't hate this, but I'm going with Ray
1: Mysterio per the video game. Wow, you know what? Uh, the one high take that you know Ray Mysterio is a legend, and we all know Saudi wants legends over there. So I could That's see right. them wanting to give the baby face the win in this one. Ah, yeah, uh, man. There was one other thing I was gonna mention about that whole Maurice thing. That's um. Oh, uh, <laughs> the Eddie, the Eddie thing. You know what? I give. I'm gonna give Miz flowers here, Dan. Dan. I think everybody knows. I, you know, long time ago in this show, wasn't the biggest Miz fan. But after this whole thing is done with the Mysterios, send him back to SmackDown. Uh, have him find that Intercontinental title wherever it is, so he can. Uh, Dig it up. I don't even know what's going on with that thing. Does it even exist? New champ, spoiler, Sami Zayn. Uh, Oh, is is it there? There's not an IC title match on this. I I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. WWE leaked it. WWE posted it themselves. So Sami Zayn is the new Intercontinental Champion.
0: Right. Oh, SmackDown's tape. SmackDown's
1: tape, yes. Oh, SmackDown. Wow. Congratulations, Sami Zayn. Thank you for rescuing uh, a childhood favorite of mine. That's (laughs) the of the day. Uh, Speaking of news I wasn't aware of, I was looking up this card. I didn't watch SmackDown last week, so I had to get familiar. Uh, I'm excited to see these two storylines going together. We have the women's tag match. We got Ronda Rousey and Naomi going up against Naomi's arch nemesis, Sonya Deville, and the SmackDown women's champion, Charlotte. Thoughts on this tag team, man?
3: I'll, uh, I'll start with that. I, I think it's going to be pretty cool. Um, everybody's uh, probably excited to see Ronda back. Um, I'm not the biggest Ronda fan in the world. Um, I wasn't really a big MMA fan of her. Um, you know, I, I really like the uh, just being able to be fluid in the ring, and sometimes I feel like she's not that way. Uh, obviously, she's knocking the rust off now as well. It's going to take some time. Um, I'm excited to see her in the ring with people that can help her get to that spot as well, uh, I, I think it's going to be a great combination match. You know, especially with the uh, the heat that's going, it, it kind of in, in both rivalries. Really, I mean, Ronda and and Charlotte, they've been obviously Ronda's been out, but they've been uh, kind of going after it for years and um, have always had their thing. Uh, but it's cool seeing uh, everything with Naomi and and Sonya lately as well. Kind of take time to build that little uh, little storyline that they have and back and forth that they've had, not just. Uh, You know, as Eric and I have been saying, uh, that three-week, you know, start-to-finish feud. So it's kind of cool to see that. So I'm excited to see it. Thank you. Yeah, I think so. Real quick.
1: Go ahead. I just wanted to get one quick take from that. Um, Ronda's first run, did you enjoy it? Not a fan?
3: I I enjoyed it. Um, Again, like, I I really just look for uh, something to make me just believe. Again, that's why I'm not really on the dirt sheets or anything. And – it, it took a little bit, but I think Rhonda got to a point where I was believing her in the ring. You know, as a, as a, uh, as a. W- were you watching what
1: she was, when, when she was competing in 2018? Yeah.
3: yeah, absolutely. I was still, I was watching at that uh. point. Um, so it was cool to see her. And, and you could see the evolution of how she was in the ring at first. She definitely looked very green in there, you know, like anybody would. Um, and, and I think now, again, I think it's just a matter of knocking off the rust for her, but, uh, Obviously, uh, she gets the pop. Uh, it, it's cool seeing if, if she ever rocks the uh, um, Roddy Piper shirt. You know, it, it's cool. Uh, I like seeing it. For sure. Yeah, for sure. So I'm excited to see it. I think it'll be a good match.
1: Heck yeah! Yeah, I,
2: I enjoyed Sonya Deville. I think she's excellent in her role as an official. And the Naomi and Charlotte match was really good this past week on SmackDown. If you guys didn't watch it, I, I recommend watching that. Um, Due to politics, I'm not we're, I'm, we're not getting the match we should be getting. The match we should be getting is Ronda and Becky, not Ronda and Charlotte. But I'm still looking forward to the whole match with Charlotte. I think it's I think it's still going to be good. But this is just basically the stopgap between both those matches in the future. So I'm gonna go with um, Ronda and Naomi to win. Heck
1: yeah! I, I'm obviously Ronda's first match back. She's not gonna lose. Uh, Ronda and Naomi um, are, are gonna win this. Uh, also, I, I agree with Aaron. Sonia is great in the administrative role. And the reason she is is because what, before she was a heel, she was enjoyable to like. And she, I legitimately despise her. Like, I, I hate her while she's on TV. <laughs> and once the TV's off, I'm like, hey, I wonder we'll what she's doing, this and that. And I, I appreciate sure. my elite of her, blah, blah, blah. But I yeah. Her, her segments segments with Naomi over the past several months have been great. Long term story booking. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't even know they knew how to do that in New York anymore. And she looks hot in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of anything uh, I can say to this PC of <laughs> on here. i not trying to get the podcast canceled while we're trying to get it hotter than ever in 2022. So I'm right, going to no leave canceled. that alone. Have they, ha, ha, have they listened to our old episodes? We would have been canceled years ago. <laughs> Especially <laughs> the episodes I was on. Lord. You know I mean? those early episodes I drank a six-pack on? Sheesh. And those well, 2300
2: Arena Rants? Oh, please. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> we <laughs> would have been gone, I can't wait. To take me back. The but, arena. Uh, let's keep talking about the women. All right. I'm always a little iffy about chamber matches that are just for number one contendership, but that is what the Raw Women's Division has to go through in South. We got Liv Morgan, who's challenged for the Raw Women's title a couple times recently. She's going in there against the big, illustrious Pippin Nevin, 8KA She's also going to be going against former SmackDown Women's Champion Bianca Belair. Rhea Ripley, Nikki A.S.H., and the returning Alexa Bliss. I'll bet a dollar we all got the same prediction. I would like to be wrong. Uh, I'm going to take this first. Um, I believe it's good. I think it's been over a year since – yeah, uh, WrestleMania is coming up. Uh, we, Alexa hasn't had a match in over a year.
2: No, she she, she, she wrestled at, uh, in September at Extreme Rules when she fought Charlotte. We haven't seen her since September.
1: Oh, wait, one was one it, um, a little bit more
3: gimmicky, though, or, or am I wrong on that?
2: What was that?
3: Was it more of a gimmicky match? Like, it yeah, a lot of spots. Yeah,
2: yeah, because it was it was basically on. It was basically based off of Charlotte ripping up Lily. Oh,
3: okay.
1: So that was in okay. September. I kind of remember that. I, as we all know, I love when I'm wrong. So, okay, we haven't seen Alexa in a while. We said those this past September. Uh, I'm going to give my prediction. I think Alexa wins. I think we got to get her away from the whole theme gimmick. I don't know if that's actually going to happen. Um, aside from her, I, 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 before she was announced, even though I feel like it was almost known, uh, I was going with Bianca with my dark horse and my want being live, but I don't think they're ever going to give live the push. Um, I think she's going to be like the Tori. Obviously she goes better in the ring, but she's like the Tory Wilson of our generation that is never going to get the title. Um, What are you guys' predictions on this chamber match? Go ahead, Dan.
3: So, um kind of like yourself, I, I really like Bianca Belair. I that's who I would like to win it. Um she she's really second to none in my opinion right now. Uh pound for pound, uh athletically. Uh she really is the EST and that that's not a gimmick, that's that's real life. Um I I really like her in the ring. She's good. Um, I've always been a Rhea Ripley fan as well, but storyline wise, I I don't see that happening. Um, you know, after having Alexa be the last entrant, I kind of agree with you. It's one of those situations where I don't know how good it will be because of the creative that you get out of New York, but, um, there's a reason that they did it that way. So, um, I want either uh, Rhea Ripley or Bianca to take that one. Um, I I think they're the best talents right now that they have in there, Uh, younger talents that are are kind of brought up through the system for them. Um, But I have a feeling you're going to be – you're right with that, Alexa Bliss. I I think she might get in there and somehow win that thing and uh, go on to uh, to WrestleMania.
2: You would think that all the time that they – gave Alexa on Raw the last three or four weeks that she's winning. And by the way, those segments, those segments were awful. That therapist was... Wor- that therapist was god-awful and and <laughs> I don't know who, who would pay to see him. He was god... He did nothing.
1: <laughs> he He's did acting, absolutely nothing. His acting is worse than the writers that booked the damn yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. There's
2: Dr. Shelby and there's everybody else. You can't not do therapy without Dr. Shelby. <laughs> so, you would think Alexa's gonna win because of the time he devoted to it. But... They have yet to pay off Bianca and Becky. Like, they had their little thing on Raw a few weeks uh, or a few months back because all signs should point to Bianca Belair getting her fair shake because when Becky did beat her on Raw, she cheated. And we haven't seen it since. We Mm -hmm. got a break from Becky and Bianca. We had the the whole Liv Morgan thing, and then we had Becky with Charlotte thing going into Survivor Series. So they've kind of not been involved with each other. Since around October, so you, I think they should pay off Bianca and Becky at WrestleMania, and I, I just can't see Alexa versus Becky, Alexa versus Becky being one of their marquee matches at WrestleMania. Even though I know love Alexa, I do think they have to give us that Bianca and Becky real, real full story and pay off SummerSlam because that SummerSlam thing still is a little rough. Even though Becky did cheat, but they have to pay that off. So I'm gonna go with Bianca Belair to win.
1: Sure. And especially with, um, you know, last year, Bianca main eventing one of the two nights of WrestleMania, you figure she's got to be in one of the title pictures. I mean, I don't know why I'm so obsessed with just trying to remember September of last year, but was that match for the title?
2: Yes, Charlotte. Okay, yep.
1: okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I really... Yeah. Man, that, that's, that's the that's, show
2: where Finn Balor...
1: It's such a blur.
2: Yeah, that's the show when Finn Balor caught the Holy Ghost.
1: Oh, my <laughs> good. What What a match... Yo, shout out to Finn Balor. Oh, my. Who is he facing in that match? I can't even Roman. remember that. Was it Brock? Ro- Roman. Ah, oh, yeah. Why do I think of Roman? Um, <laughs> well, oh, man. There's so much. Uh, I was just trying to think about how bad this product is. You know what I don't remember? You remember Chad Gable and Bobby Roode were at tag team? Yes. I don't yeah, know how I, I, do. I stumbled across that. I was looking something up about Chad Gable, and I somehow came across a picture of the two of them, and I'm like, what in the world is this? Yep, had that his was, own robe and were everything. Tag
3: champions together. Yes, well, I, I really think we should start uh, keeping account somewhere on the uh, on the podcast for how many tag partners Chad Gables has. And
2: he's awesome with everybody. <laughs> 30,
1: 30, 30, <laughs> Chad and, uh, Gables uh, awesome. Yeah, four four tag title reigns, three different partners. Yeah, it's impressive. Mm-hmm. But, but at the same time, Bobby, man, I don't know. Maybe I feel like I got to I might got to do the same list for Bobby Roode. no uh, two and two. Yeah. If you. Z- 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 ziggler and um
2: gable
3: okay hey uh speaking of speaking of tag teams and i i know we're uh we're going over the the saudi card but just a quick side note uh how do you guys feel about um kofi kingston and big e uh coming out to you know new day music and they're they're not introduced as new day but i mean it's very much so new day what they're separating their ring attire but it's new day how do you feel about it
1: so I read there's a sheet. Vince doesn't want them to be referred to as the New Day. I don't like it. I don't respect it. I also didn't watch SmackDown last week. I don't like that they took a loss to uh, Los Therios or whatever the hell they're calling. Right. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I can't even remember their names. I can't even remember their names. I. The fact that two former WWE champions are losing to... A former Raw uh, Tag Champion and a former lovers. Cruiserweight Champion? Get out of here. This is is, is... is uh Yeah, it's very disheartening. Uh, I don't like it. Um, I don't respect it. Yeah, I'm not happy about it. Aaron, you're the my, my, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Aaron.
2: Yeah, I, I, I didn't even care.
1: <laughs> I, I just didn't
2: care. It's like, all right, Vince, whatever. He'll change his mind.
3: <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I was watching it, and I kind of took the same take on that. Like, I don't really care that much, but... It just popped in my head. Like, do they not give it enough time and, and commit to to what they're doing? If you're not going to have Big E with New Day, don't have them tagging with them. I you know I get you have uh, um, uh, Xavier out right now, but don't. Want, there's so many other people than Big E. Uh, why push that back together and essentially say, hey, I'm no longer committing to, you know, kind of breaking those guys apart? Uh, I, I don't know. I feel like they just don't give enough commitment and time to let things develop. Uh, like yeah. they should
1: Or and even if he's not going to be going uh, Back against Lashley Put him back in the, put him in the mid-card Sing yeah, you, you went put from them
3: losing the heavyweight Or carrying the championship yeah. Down to, to getting squashed by these guys The lethal lovers I think they call themselves
1: Le- Come on leave, leave Big E on Raw Have him going for a US title Put Kofi back over there Have him going for the IC title But we're talking tag teams we're talking SmackDown. Let's get back on the chamber. The SmackDown tag titles are to be defended against maybe the greatest tag team of our generation, and definitely when it comes to New York, Jimmy and Jada Uso's defending against the Viking Raiders. I actually have a few comments about this, but not many, so I'm going to let you guys take it first. Uso's.
3: Yeah, uh, I don't have too much to say about this one. Uh, it's cool to see the Viking Raiders back in there, but, um, I mean... Usos are taking it. It's their time right now.
1: I'm going to contradict what I'm about to say. Um, I feel like usually in one of these Saudi shows, you do have a random title change. Eh, So maybe that's the the surprise. But I I don't see that actually happening in this match. And maybe on this whole card, I see the Usos retaining. Uh, My only comment about this has nothing to do with the match. Aaron, did you get the Raiders uh, elites? I have them. They're really good. I hate myself because... Are they Are they a year old figures at this point?
2: Yeah, a year and a few months. Yeah,
1: yeah. They're uh, what's it called? This last back Friday, you could have got the two of them for about twenty five shipped, and now they're at like forty two for the set. Ooh, and, really? Uh, I yeah. I slept, and I'm like, you know, I kept telling myself so I don't need them, I don't need them, and then now I'm just like, I might need these in hindsight. Yeah, good old Fogo, <laughs> and I'm like, yep.
2: They're yeah, really they're cool. good. They're really good like figures. It. Like, it's a shame that they've amounted to nothing on the main roster. But yep. they, those are really good figures. Like, they almost made my purge.
1: Well, if they do, we'll, we'll, we'll flirt. But I think it's one of those things. It's almost like, it's almost like Good Brothers Elites. Like, Anderson and Gallagher. We I hope they the hit United Good Day. Brothers <laughs> Elites numbers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't not when you come selling to me for dirt cheap. But, yeah, yeah. Viking Raiders Elites, I think that's going to be something I'm going to need soon. I think Usos would obviously take it. But moving up the card, well, let's keep it championship talk. Becky Lynch is defending it against one of her childhood heroes, Lita. Lita from Team Extreme. Lita from the Hardy Boys. Lita who mm. cheated on Matt for Adam. Mm. Who do we got?
3: Honestly, like the the, the young guy that, that just wants to see some cool shit in wrestling, I'm taking Lita. <laughs> I think it'd be cool, man. And you know, I, I think she she does that. And because right now, you know, if you have the title picture for Mania, what do you you have? Ronda and you have Charlotte. Who's Becky facing? I mean, I, I don't really know who she'd be going up against. I, I mean, obviously she has everybody in in the uh, Elimination Chamber. Maybe she can uh, have a one or two week little run or something. her with the championship, give her one. I, it'd be cool. I don't know. Um, it'd be cool to see Lita, but uh, I don't know if I'm being realistic. Got to go, Big Tom backs.
2: Yeah, I think they actually bu- built this really well
3: because I, I, of, do. I
2: agree with the whole childhood hero. Uh, like Becky had a line a few weeks ago on Raw saying that if there wasn't no Lita, there wouldn't be a Becky Lynch. But now there's a Becky Lynch, so there has to be a. There's no need for a Lita. I thought that was a great line and like how broken she looked on Raw Monday night.
3: Oh, that was great. I
2: thought <laughs> like, like she just kicked, rolled out of bed. I thought yeah. that was really good. And Lita still looks great. Um mm. she looks still real, edible. Yeah, she she looks she looks great. <laughs> she's taking care of herself. Um Lita out of the original Lita out of the older guard in the women's division, she's probably talking the all
0: of this man they talking, mm-hmm. all, of they talking, all, talking all, of all they all of all they talking over they hop on the top rope by the, the land elbow. it I'm interested to see what a yo. Put him down um, right now. Hit him with the palm hand. I, would, I was really
2: wishing we got Herbert. versus Strong. Too strong. man got to understand. Cause Superman's something slam. he we be there again. Fans mocking man, man that I hate Bench my Bench. balls.
0: Shut the Vince man. And they shake the land off the cell. Fans love it. Ain't Swears. hard to tell. Talking man. Awesome. Well, I was just saying we're revealing
1: SmackDown Tag Titles that I thought in Saudi Arabia they usually give us a plot twist. Coming up to Mania, I'm sure Becky's defending a title. However, let's be realistic. I think exactly what Dan said, he kind of took the words out of my mouth. Give the fans what they want. Give the Saudi crowd a pop. They love nostalgia. I think Lita's going to take the title. I think she's going to go and defend it this coming week or in Raw or the following week and drop the title. Give us a surprise. Give us something to be happy about. Freaking shock the system.
0: That's Put the title on
1: Lita. I'm going with Lita. Lita's taking the Raw Women's title. And the only... My real hot take on it... Aaron mentioned her unorthodoxness and everything. But we see everything with Vince on how he treats Brock. The man don't have a match unless it's for a title. Goldberg. He doesn't have a match unless it's for a title. He brings back these part-timers and... Oh, you want a strap? Here, take it, take it. Take it. He... But we saw with bringing Mickie James back, and then we get them back in the in the Rumble, and you get these nostalgic acts, and they're in and out of the ring. Except for Michelle McCool, everyone's in and out. Beth Phoenix. They get a little bit of respect. Those two, nobody else. Lita and Trish are New York royalty. Yep. If he would ever give a female nostalgia act, then, now, and forever a title, is Trish or Lita? I think that after Lita. I agree. So let's all hope we can feel some nostalgia with that. And we're going to keep it going. There's two more title matches. we got two world title matches. Um, I'm going to jump over to the universal title because this is the pop Dan. I called Dan in just to review this match. (laughs) I'm a friend. Mm -hmm. This match is two years in the making. I'm here for it. Absolutely. You you, you, you you you, You thought you had a chance with this broad and it falls apart two years later. Boom. You have a shot. That's what this is. This is the brawl you wanted for two years. It's Goldberg versus Roman. Spear versus Spear. You thought last year you had Spear versus Spear with Edge and Roman. This is the real Spear versus Spear. Yeah, I I agree. Did the title change hands in Saudi? Does Goldberg end 500-plus day reign of Roman Reigns?
3: Well, you know what? We we just picked Lita. Um, it'd be cool to see, <laughs> but you know I don't I don't think you're getting two reigns going down. Uh, no pun intended there. Um, I don't I don't think you're losing both of those heavy title reigns there. So I'll take one small pop with Lita show, uh, and you know Becky will win it back. But it is kind of cool. We referenced it earlier in the show too. That is is Saudi Arabia maybe the uh, the payback show that we're getting. You know you're you're finally seeing Roman and Goldberg. Uh, you, you're you going to be seeing uh, potentially uh, Bianca and Becky. Um, is, is this kind of the evolution to kind of pay back all those old debts that uh, we're all kind of scratching our head? Hey, when are you coming back to this? So, hey, maybe maybe they are starting to catch on to something a little bit here in, in uh, giving us back what we're kind of looking for and, and cleaning up some of the answers that were, were not answered. Um, you guys know I'm a Goldberg guy. Uh, I love it um, I, I watched earlier today I watched the, the promo between the two of them uh, When they were back there with Michael Cole I'm not sure if you guys were able to see that one uh, Roman's great Flawless man he has Evolved he truly is The tribal chief head of the table He's the needle turner he's, he's the best thing they got
1: Ooh, he's all called them. him the needle turner
3: He really is uh, You know I, and again you guys know I'm a Goldberg guy but I don't need to see Goldberg sitting in the back talking to Michael Cole, spitting a promo, <laughs> trying to remember those words. Man, that was brutal. I'm sitting there, I need to defend this guy. Just just get in the ring, man. So just say you're next. Walk the hell out. That's all I need from If you're going to do it, I've said to you, Eric, before, like, I'm a Goldberg guy. I, I got the tattoo and all, but.
1: Oh, I know.
3: I'm ready. In this I'm ready room. for him. Yeah, in that room, probably, right, right where you're sitting. Um, I'm ready for him to stop going to the ring, but obviously we know this is a, a an easy Saudi Arabia throw him in the mix, big heavy bucks. money, big, big bucks. bucks. Uh, so I, I don't think, I don't think Roman loses this match. I think if anything, this is going to be a pretty uh, dominant match. I think for Roman uh, there's going to be a few spots where, where Goldberg gets his time just for, for the Saudi Arabian fans. Uh, for the show itself, for you know the length of the show and whatnot. But ultimately, I think uh, Reigns takes this one clean.
2: Yeah, so <laughs> before I left last week, I-, I started to text you a theory I had, but I talked myself out of it. I was like, what if Brock costs Roman the title? Because you know they love <laughs> Goldberg and Saudi. <clears throat> hey, you- you've been talking about a shock all episode oh, and that would have been oh, it but it wouldn't make any sense because R- brock gets his title shot no matter what so that wouldn't make any sense
1: yeah, and, Tana, you know what i thought was great well true he does get a all right i actually thought about it for a second i was like what if what if they do brock and roman with no title well, I,
2: brock that's Garrett, yeah, brock's guaranteed a title shot but I talked myself out of it, and then like also, I believe the the elimination chamber match is going to end the show, so that would disregard all of that. But I do think Roman will retain in this match. I'm actually looking forward to this match because I, I think it'll just be finishes on Max. So I'm really looking forward to it.
1: Sweet. Obviously, I'm going to go with Roman here. Um, I'll tell you what, I've appreciated the nostalgia act last year's Summerslam Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley was a great match. Awesome I love the match. The match was great. Uh, I, I hate the way they ended it, unless it was a real shoot, which I don't think it was. Or I guess it was. I, I don't know. But great match. The real question is, obviously, I think it's unanimous. We're all going Roman. Does this match go longer than six minutes?
2: No. Does it go
1: longer than four minutes?
2: Yes.
3: Yeah, I think you're right. That's a that happy medium spot right a there. A hard the five. Six-minute
2: mark. Part for five. That's what she says. I, and okay, uh, uh, another point I wanted to make about my <laughs> my thing last week: Goldberg has lost three matches in a row. Even though this is his last con- last WWE match, um, last match on his contract, I was just thinking, I was like, and they like him in Saudi. He's lost three matches in a row. Crazier
1: things have happened." He,
3: he did say he won <laughs> long term, so. Huh. Who knows,
1: man? I just want to see him and Ziggler do another match. That that was good. <laughs> yeah, timeout, timeout. And actually, his last – when he first confronted Roman, I was like, all right, well, Roman's going to get the W. You know what I would love? I was talking about Sami Zayn. He found a shovel. He digged up that IC title, Shinsuke buried. Damian Priest just beat AJ and retained the U.S. title. I would adore Goldberg – give Goldberg – a 2010 Bret Hart U.S. title reign, put him in. I give him his first U.S. title in 28 years, and or then just give it long away. Been. Well, maybe actually <laughs> drop so yeah, or give it away. Give it to Dolph. Give it to Riddle. Well, Somebody put it up in a, t- well, in, the put
2: it in a in tournament. That's what he did. <laughs> I
1: I would love to see him in a mid card. Give give him if he has to have a, a, a championship match all the time, or put him in a tag tag championship. I don't know, but um. Yeah, I would like to see him, let's get him away from the world title.
2: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, well, we we got to pay homage to Dolph selling Goldberg, spear in that summer SummerSlam match. <laughs> that was the best a spear I've seen in my life.
1: <laughs> Wait, speaking of that, right, we're moving on to the WWE title now. I, I got a theory or two, and I'm not good with numbers because I missed uh, seven years plus of the product. I'm going to come up with a round number and say there's been roughly 35 elimination chambers. November of 02. the match was put in existence several years. There has been two, two chamber matches per show. I think there's a solid chance this might be the greatest chamber match of all time. We got the WWE title being defended as it should in a chamber match. We got Austin Theory Going up against Matt Riddle, AJ Styles, Seth freaking Rollins, Brock Lesnar in his first Elimination Chamber match, and the defending Bobby Lashley. I'm going to run with this first, since we've got a beautiful pause right here. Aaron, you're the stat man. Besides the ECW... That was the only one. That was only one. That's the only one Lashes has been in. Yep. I love, yo, the only little tidbit I appreciated about the Raw Promo when he said I've actually won one of these matches. Yo! Yo, that was 15 years ago. I'm not mad that you bring up something from the past. I'm like, "Yo, you won He won it cuz that was for that's when he won the ECW title." Correct?
2: Yep. Yep. In the worst the worst chamber match ever as well.
1: Mm. I still feel it. I mean, was was the tag title match better? In no, 2016, was no. What? What? That pay per view? Nah, no, no. Oh, no. I mean, I know that that one gets crapped on, but I'm thinking of like, what was it? I don't. Was, I don't know if New Day was in it, but Prime Time Players. Yeah, New Day New, New Day. New Day was in, in it. Was that better? I mean, I always think. And again, I did watch that match. It wasn't great, but I'm just like, I, I never understood why it's the worst. The worst. I'm just like if there's 35 of these, that's the worst one, really. Okay, or is it just bad because it's Here, here's, be five, here's, an I, no,
2: here's an idea. I think we all three of us should do a watch along of that match. I'm and, with and, it and, and, okay. and watch the booking on why how bad it is. In, in, in 06, I knew it was bad.
1: Okay, <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm, I think we're all aboard. Let's do it. For the listeners at home, stay tuned. That'll be dropping with within a week, two weeks tops. But um. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited about this. Um, I'm excited about seeing how Lesnar doesn't go over. Do we get like the, the Shawn Michaels spot when he cross taker the title? Um, I, I'm going Bobby Lashley retains. Actually, you know what? I, I want my heart. I want Bobby Lashley to retain. Seth Rollins leaves with the title. He's defending against Cody at Mania. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's my hot uh, take of the night.
3: Yeah, that's kind of funny. I, I I figured you were gonna say Lashley. To be honest with you, uh, I I was actually going to pick Seth Rollins myself to take it. Um, I think they've been pushing him a lot lately. I I really like this new Seth. It took me a little bit to get on board with it. I was kind of like, man, you you kind of just seem weird. Um, but I like it, man. He's kind. He, he looks like the Joker walking out there all the time.
1: And you it's can cool tell game he's in. comfortable. He is comfortable. He's anyway. very comfortable.
3: And, and just like Roman Reigns is in, in his new role as well in being the tribal chief, I think he's found his niche that's really, uh, like you said, just comfortable and organic for him. So I, I think it's a good time to get him uh, pushed again, get to give him a push rather again. Uh, it's been a while to see him uh, on top of everything. So uh, and I know he wants to uh, to headline WrestleMania. So uh, I, I could see him out there, man.
1: Before Aaron runs with it, the one thing I'll say, you know, I appreciate Seth. He's kind of always been in the title picture. I think it was real early COVID. It was the last time we saw him. He was half a Raw tag champ, but he hasn't been in the singles spotlight for a while. Aaron, am I forgetting something? For what, Rollins? For two years? Yeah, Rollins.
2: Um, no, because he was dealing with Myster- the Mysterios for almost majority of 2020. And last yep. year, what was he doing last year in 2021? Deal, he had to deal with Murphy for a little bit, but he wasn't mm-hmm. really been in the world title scene.
3: Ever since he came back, right, as the – uh what was he, the Monday Night Messiah? Yes. He hasn't yeah. had it since.
1: Yes. So the one thing I'll say, like with the whole Monday Night, I thought that whole thing would be semi-short-lived, COVID hit, everything like that. Um I really couldn't buy into it for him, but my mm. one takeaway, I'll, I'll admit – I really thought he was doing good work, and and the whole thing came up with with the Roman feud, and it may have been him coming out in the shield gear and laughing it off that kind of helped, but I think even during all that the build up to the Roman match, I was just like, this guy's comfortable because it's one of his real life best friends, and then I'm sitting here and I'm like, this is Bobby Lashley, they're not buddies, and he came out there, and he's strutting and he's walking and he's laughing, and I'm like. This guy's cooler than the other side of the pillow.
3: Yeah, you're, you're talking on on uh, Monday Night Raw, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. That was great, uh, and and even the the lines that he was hitting got good news, got bad news. It was so it was so smooth. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of buying into uh, to Seth freaking Rollins right now. I, I think he's he's going to take it, guys. <laughs> even not- though I do like my guy Riddle out there, he you know my bro, but uh, you know need somebody to fill in, in there. It's the,
2: dollar. it's the outfits for me. It's
1: the outfits for me. Theory takes the first ball.
2: Oh, Oof. oh, please, of course, absolutely.
1: You and stuff shop in the same aisle. That's oh man, I mean. it's, the, it's the outfits <laughs> for me. Now we we don't know the uh, the order just yet. No. Is, that, is that right? No, okay, no. But I hope Brock should start it. Brock and Brock and Austin start it.
3: Right, we might have to pull some numbers, boys.
1: Brock goes. I'm in. Brock goes the full match, and it justifies him being pinned somehow. But, yeah, Brock and Austin should start it, and he he buries Austin, and then you get, like, a 30-second timer while he waits for the next opponent. Thing I'm excited about Brock in this? Now, and I'm definitely probably wrong, but, like, I feel like if you think back, man, there's got to be a year, semi-recently, where somebody eliminated the majority of the people, but, like, I really think about, like, Goldberg and like, the second chamber match. Like, going out there and just sheer domination. Like, Brock's going to do something real different in this match. That's why I think he's got the potential to be the greatest chamber match. Which I think I know Aaron and I are going to agree. The greatest chamber match of all time is still the first oh, one. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's not even close. And it's because of the doo-doo tights.
2: Yes. And the and little Bob haircut.
1: <laughs> little Bob haircut. All right. So predictions all around. Where are we at? Rollins for Dan. Rollins for me. Dan. I'm going
2: to go with Lashley. I do think Roman does HBK his way into this match. Because if that's if you're going to put the title back on Brock, that doesn't make any sense that you actually put the title on Lashley. So I do think it's going to end up being Lashley. I think La, Lashley will defend against Rollins at
1: WrestleMania. I ain't mad at that, that matchup. But you did forget Cody's actually facing Rollins at uh, Mania. But either way... We got one lastly. My heart. I'm pulling for Lashley, but I see Rollins taking the W. That wraps up the Chamber preview. What other kind of chatter we got? This is usually where we kind of like dig into the knapsack. where we're all talking about things that recently came in the mailbox because of uh, our illustrious U.S. Postal Service carriers. Uh, Shout out to bailout Oh,
2: I'm, I got something to say, and I'm I'm very upset. You gloss over this. Brock Lesnar might be the best interview ever. Oh my god!
3: Oh, that was good. Like,
2: I, I, I couldn't <laughs> listen to it. I had to watch it because it, it was, and it was incredible. And like, and, I, and I'm listening to Pat McAfee. I'm like, why have I never watched this show? <laughs> I, I subscribe. I subscribe. I'm like, what you watch? It? Do you-
0: I hey, never watched watch the also? show.
2: I never watched the show. Today until I hit yesterday. the button subscribe. Until, until I want to watch the show. Like, so, like, like I'm, I'm about to podcast standing up if I didn't knock all this shit over. You can't even see me. But I want to podcast you <laughs> standing up just like this. Like, like, yeah, like, I stand <laughs> up, but you saw me last time I stood up there. He, <laughs> I'm like, how, this show is incredible. <laughs> so,
1: so, so, all right. Where did Pat McAfee go to college? I don't even remember. Uh, Neither of y'all know. Y'all should know. But I'm pretty sure he went to West Virginia. Okay.
3: Uh, Yeah, actually, you're right. He did go to West Virginia.
1: (laughs) One of my colleagues born and raised in West Virginia is a Pat McAfee Mark. Has not watched wrestling since the mid to late 90s. So when he had his NXT match, he had a barbecue, had a uh, projection screen out back. I went over there and watched it with him. So he watches the show damn near every day at work. So I'm walking past and he says something out. He's like, Is Brock Lesnar so relevant? I said, excuse me, what? And I'm I'm hearing his voice to go walking, whoa, whoa. I got a cuss around a test drive. I'm running in, I'm watching this. He comes customer comes back, I'm I'm talking a million miles a minute. Hey, da yeah, yeah. Be right back. I'm like, he's like, hey, what do you need? I was like, I'm using your copy. I was like, Why are you using my copier like, I'm trying to catch some of the show. So I'm there listening to Brock That's talking. Funny. And he's like, he's like, wait, he's like, you can rewatch this. Like it's it's not like it's just live enough that I was like, Dude, you don't understand. Brock doesn't do interviews. Oh man. Brock's last interview was like six years ago in the Steve Austin podcast on the network. He don't do these. So he, he, he puts Pat over at the end, says how he makes the SmackDown show. He yep. you know, talks about how it's not really true that he doesn't hate people. It's just, you know, he doesn't feel comfortable around crowds. He talks about just throwing Wee Man through a table, and how it wasn't scripted. He just walked in, and it just happened. He said he guy got up and got peacock chess with him. Um, Brock is knocking or national treasure, and he was a national treasure because he was a freak. But he's a national treasure because he is. In twenty twenty two, Brock Lesnar is a man of the people. Yeah, it, it one was, of a kind,
2: man. It was like his Austin impression was great. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was so good i was like I, I love this man like i don't like all the brock hate we've given on this show has been taken yeah, back so because much the show. because this like that interview was perfect like i was and very sad it was like 2019
1: million. we popped when he cashed in like like you popped i was very ups, upset but like it was uh, whatever i only think about me i was the one drinking you was it, it was, was so person. good like like hey,
3: he, he got the biggest pop on Monday night too when uh, when everybody came out. Like,
2: like, yeah, like, like like I want to buy his seasoning now. Like, I'm gonna be like a whole mark and buy his seasoning. Uh, me too. <laughs> 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 oh god, it was so good. Oh, it was, it was so good because like when I first saw like Brock doing an interview, yeah, I,
3: I was shocked. I was like, this is old. This is not new. You know, this is something older. Yeah, he talked about super his, good.
2: He talked about his life, talked about his kids and stuff, and it, it was. Oh, such a good interview!
3: And and how about him breaking the table within two minutes of being on the show, and Perfect. then and an at angry. the end of it, just throwing the headphones, and they're up in the in the raft. There's they're staying there now.
1: Oh my God, he! It was is good stuff. So special. Who who would have known in 2022 we would be revering him this way, not not retired, still competing, and we're just gushing over the damn. He missed people.
3: My favorite run by far.
1: And not only that, and, you know, I was trying to explain to my colleague who loves Pat McAfee, I was like, you gotta understand, Pat McAfee has makes him so much better because he comes out and he says, if a space apocalypse comes and we need a, a human to go up against the aliens, Brock Lesnar's the first who we call. I'm not <laughs> quoting this directly perfectly, but it's such an amazing line. Mm-mm-mm. So, now back to the post office. <laughs> Extra post office. Baylor. What's she talking about over there?
2: Um, I'm not opening this because I have nowhere to put it. But I did um, get the AEW stage.
1: I'm proud of you. Nice. Very I'm. Amazing. I'm.
2: am I'm not opening oh it man, because I got
1: beers last night and finally ordered mine. Okay. But so... I'm, I'm so surprised you. You don't have no AEW ring. What did you mm-hmm. doing? No,
2: I don't it? have anywhere to put it because I think because I saw Myers unbox it and it's huge.
1: At least get the cheapy Cody ring. <laughs> it ain't gonna be cheapy anymore. Well, ringside is still there for forty-seven.
2: I don't want the Cody figure. If I could find the the little ring, I'll just get the ring. And um, well, you could sell the thing. People buy just the fig. True, but you um, of
1: all people would know that. Uh,
2: also, um, I finally—I'm not sure if you got this in, but I did get the uh, Amazon Ultimate Warrior.
1: I didn't even place the order, dude. Oh, I'm uh, sick. Uh, you so. So if you see that sleepy. restock do me like you did me when Jeff Hardy sleepy yeah so um
2: <laughs> i don't have a WrestleMania 6 warrior even though it's been released a few times i don't have one this is my first one same um i do i do like legends the uh, and what was the other one there was there
1: was, there was a legends
2: set. and a i know it was a basic and there was there's a regular elite um, yeah, um i can't remember the regular elite i prefer... I prefer him with, with without the face paint. I don't know if you guys can see that. I prefer him without the, the face paint. Face. Yeah, and the one thing that doesn't that always messes with me about this figure is because in the final shot, like I'm not a big warrior guy, but that's one of my favorite matches as a kid. Like that was the first time I actually saw somebody hold up two titles. So he doesn't. Ha- so like they never made one without the war paint and the chest gone. And then at the end of the match, that's where he he is. So it's always been thrown
1: up thrown off a little bit in figure form for me and that's the thing that annoys me about so orn orn the figure you have it with the face paint because this dan this comes with two heads one with him with the face paint one with it worn away so that's the thing that kind of annoys me it's like why put the worn away one if the the, the the chest paint's still there
2: yeah so that's the one thing that bothers me but th- it does look way better in person I got I didn't swap the heads off you. I didn't feel like wrestling with this yeah. thing. No pun intended. So I did get that. Um, I told you I got. I found a Steve Borden out in the wild, and I got. I got I completed your Tai J combination, and
1: I'm uh, about halfway through that set now.
2: Yeah, and then also with Ringside, as you know, like you can't just order one thing. You kind of got to make it worth your while, with they charge you for shipping. So my life. So um, I did pick this up, and um, we talked about Alexa Bliss earlier. I got the Ultimate Alexa. Ooh! Wow! How
3: you like it? I, I love the head scan. I'm yeah, good.
2: it's it's really good. It it really is wow. good. Um, I, they had a damaged packaging one that didn't have any damage to the packaging that, that I got for retail because you know uh, um, Ultimates dollars now thirty two ninety nine. Got it for thirty three ninety nine box had no damage, but it didn't ma- really matter to me. This is really good. Um, the head scan's great. Um, the, this dress is a bitch to put on. <laughs> it's it's the worst thing to put hard to put on. Um, I don't like the possessed head sculpt at all, but the fact that this is a two in one is great, and I do yeah. like this whole attire. So the fact that it's even though it's over, I still can go back to Goddess Alexa Bliss, but I think I'm gonna keep the little dress on her because this is a nice little rendition of um, the Playhouse character for her, and um, that's all I have to show you guys.
1: Heck yeah, I um. Uh... I had a couple things come in recently. Uh, I actually have one. I had it beautifully posed. I'm going to shoot you guys a picture. I'll probably actually post it on the the social. Um, I have the ultimate undertaker doing a chokeslam to a street clothes defining moment Steve Austin. I call it a major group. I called it a loose, a minty, minty, mint, loose, Defining uh, moment, of Stone Cold. I'm not even gonna say how much because people would just cut off the show if they heard it. It was such a good, it is a really good deal. Which, which,
2: the one with the three belts?
1: No, jeans. Oh, okay. shirt okay. oh, okay. camo, camo, camo hoodie. i was about to
2: say, you should have came to hats.
1: me. But, I, I still, I still have a mock one, and I have my, I have my baggy sealed one of them one with the three belts, but the three belts are all scattered. I got the one belt on a. Mania fourteen HBK. I got the Smoky Skull on the Hall of Fame stuff. But yeah, I'm all over the place on that. Balo, I, I guess this did hit the social, so you probably know I did come up on the Sergeant Slaughter mm. San Diego Comic Con uh, Ultimate. Which this thing, man, this is this is this is a cool. This is really cool. Um. And I kind of heard them say in reviews on this on how it was one of the few figures that you can uh, reseal. I didn't realize it had the backdrop fully just... It can slide up. Um, So I haven't really done much with this yet, but um, happy to have this, especially with, you know, trying to get somewhat to... I don't want to say complete Ultimate series, but I think I'm going to get... I'm going to get close to it, especially when, I mean, what what month we're supposed to be expecting that ring this summer, right? Who? Oh, the ring? Oh, yeah, probably. So, um, with that, yeah, I got that. You know, I got the Jeff Hardy um, around my birthday. Aaron finally hooked up with me. I got the Jeff Hardy Fan Central. Um, I did catch Santana and Ortiz in the wild. so, I'm getting close to Unmatched Series 2 being complete. Um, did catch Big E in the wild, which was completely random. I didn't know. I, Aaron, you probably noticed this, but this Royal Rumble Big E, you know, especially when you, we're talking about New Day and same gear. Did you realize that last year's top picks, which this is over a year-old figure, this Kofi, same gear. Really? Oh, Wow. Yeah, so it was one of those things I didn't really pick up on right away. So I was I was kind of excited about this because this was, which I think his, his mania he either had a blonde streak or, no, his hair was still all black at the time. So I was looking forward to having a Kofi Kingston with the blonde streaks, uh, post him losing the title, and then now having the Big E to go with it. Now, similar, uh, Xavier is... Or the injured reserve list. But the cool thing about both these figures, it does have the XW uh, armbands paying homage to their boy while he's down. And I did just finally complete the most recent New Day three set. I actually bought two sets of them loose backs. And well, uh, I bought a Biggie and Xavier. And then I found a set of all three of them with the accessories. So I sold the extra Kofi, sold the extra figures. I got tons of accessories. So I'll be able to give this Biggie the extra belt that it rightfully deserves. So I was excited about them. Now, plenty of old figure, but at least for a quick little unboxing for the show. Um, Last year's ringside exclusive, the Blood Brothers, uh, which I kept this sealed for a while just because I thought this thing looked so cool. I finally ordered an extra one from ringside, so I both saw which one had the most minor ding. I'll probably drop a different... We're going to try to get some more content on our YouTube So I'm going to do an unboxing of... Um... Of Rhodes Family's figure. I, I do want to do. But... To wrap up this week's... Mad Madness episode. I just wanted to show... A bloody figure... Of a former... Three-time... AEW... TNT... Champion. Um... And it'd be a complete mark. I just wanted to thank Cody for uh, giving AEW. And thanks for a bunch of cool figs. Because Jeremy, him, everybody at Jazzwares, they gave us some uh, great figs. I'm going to end this show pretty sad to say. I've been DMing some guy pretty sad about the most recent Cody Chase. Um, I had him down to two bills. And then was trying to get him on the day after Christmas down lower. I messaged him yesterday say, hey, Bonnie Chan, is that, uh, that figure sold? He's like, no, it hasn't. But due to the news about him leaving, I'm no longer selling it. Oh, I'm broken. Ah, another one. Hey, uh, oh.
3: Eric, I know we're talking about uh, merch here. Uh, Tis the season. Uh, I, I don't think we've had a, uh, a show here since uh, Pro Wrestling Teases dropped the, uh, the all-elusive AEW Championship belt again um it's out there guys it's tax season get those tax returns <laughs> in go buy yourself a belt that's a nice belt boys
1: oh heck yeah i'm you excited your to see Taxes. You
3: get to, What say it again
1: you find your taxes
3: oh yeah i'll get my return back soon man we'll see what happens i don't know i,
1: was, I, was about I, to say, I, I know have, my uh, friend very well it's either gonna be you or not
3: recently
2: <laughs> but, uh,
3: got a little bit going on here I don't want to show you too too uh, too early. Might have to do a little uh, belt session here soon. Got a little, got some new stuff going
1: on, so. Oh well, hell yeah! Dan Absolutely. picked up. Dan, Dan traded himself the two belts recently. He just he was just showing off that uh, five millimeter WWE shop Smoky Skull belt. He did pick up the classic white IC. Oh good.
3: Well, yeah, it's great stuff. We'll uh, we'll have to do a little video going over some belts here soon.
1: Yeah, I'm oh, out on
2: the belts. The only belt I, I want is the Attitude Era tag. That's it. I'm, I'm out on belts.
3: You don't have any left, Halo?
2: No, I still have them, but as far as, like,
1: wants, I'm Understood. good. Hell yeah. Well, hell of an episode, guys. So, um, with all this fig talk, head over to ringsidecollectibleswrestlingfigures.com. Use code Madness to save 10%. Uh, we will be back next week at the very latest we're gonna also try to drop some more content in between uh weeks in the next couple uh months but we're wrapping up to uh rumble season and post rumble so stay tuned and we will be back with more content soon and we will see you next week
0: talking all of this madness they talking all the day talking all the day hop on the top rope about the land with this elbow got him now put him down right now hit him with the palm handle Tuning up the band, y'all don't understand. Fist a Superman, it's a summer Slam. Here we go again, fans mocking man. Man, I hate my balls, Shut the Vince McMahon. It ain't shake the land, off the cell. Fans love it, ain't hard to tell. Talking madness, awesome, well, what I'm cooking, man. Y'all off the smell.